Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode dose of the Alternative Daily Podcast. I'm Jake Carney here with... Megan Harris. Hey, Megan. We're here again, ready to do this. Yeah. We had such great reception from everybody for our first podcast, so of course we want to thank everybody who took the time to download and listen to it. If you have not yet heard that one, it's awesome, of course, but you can find it. It's available on iTunes. It's also on soundcloud.com and at thealternativedaily.com, and we'll always make sure that all of the podcasts get posted to all three of those places and you can listen to them from your phone i listen to mine in my car so you can just take jake and i in your pocket wherever you go who wouldn't want that doesn't that sound like a dream i would love to be in somebody's pocket all the time (laughs) Um, so today we um we kind of wanted to have a bit more of a category or a theme that we were going to tackle with all of these podcasts. By the way, the reviews were awesome though yes. for everybody. Um, That's I didn't right. Hear any <laughs> negative reviews? Nobody said stop it. You suck. Never do this again. So it was a little bit of a give us a little bit of oomph to come back here and do it again. So. Exactly. That's why we're back now. A little bit more professional, even. And we got some critiques though. And we did, and like, that was like the, this, the topics. Know, the topics. The so topics. we're gonna do. We're gonna do our best to sort of have a theme, as I was saying, sort of have one underlying theme for every podcast, and then Jake and I will put in our personal ideas and stories and opinions and also also always try and relate it back to health so today well, well there was other another review that said i should always tell a story about being in my underwear yes so we that can was always great. end it with that an underwear I, story i want to give the audience what they want and so <laughs> got to give the people it's what an they underwear want. story of me so <laughs> oh man a girl can dream huh? how did <laughs> i get so lucky so today the um the topic that we wanted to cover is sort of the best way we can describe it is sort of in life, the things that maybe you feel or people say that you should be doing versus the things that you want to do or you feel it's best for you. And we're going to relate that sort of to things that maybe society is telling us to do. We're going to relate that to alternative health and maybe what are the things that we know we need to do to stay healthy versus the things that maybe every now and then we can let slide. And then um, Jake's going to share some personal stories, maybe an underwear story, but some personal yeah. food stories too. Um, and the, the topic, as we have here in our notes, is called societal pressures. Yes. In case anybody's following along and wants to take notes. Yes, you want to take notes. I already <laughs> highlighted all of my notes and then had to give them to Jake. So Megan actually <laughs> had this idea to talk about the societal pressures thing um, because of given her old age. Yes, and given very her, old. You know, not being married and, oh, and yeah. what, and what the spinster. world and society actually is expecting of Megan. And she is not bringing that to the table yet. And I just apparently. can't take it anymore, yeah, people. She can't live up to society's needs. So um, can we jump a little bit more into that? What, what <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> now that we've already said it, I feel as though we need to. I need to sort of explain. I, I think Megan's mom's going to be listening to this, you know, with, with you know. As long uh, as my grandmother doesn't listen to this. <laughs> they're crying. Okay. Why isn't she married yet? <laughs> um, so so what societal pressures do you feel that are upon you right now? So I, I feel Lay as though. Lay down on the couch and I can sit here. Right. How much you. is, can I, are you going to take my insurance too? Yeah, I'll take insurance. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm in my late 20s and I'm at that phase where I noticed that all of my friends are getting married. A lot of my friends are. By the way, is it still, can I still ask women how old? they are i did this at a conference a couple weeks ago oh, no. <laughs> really good conversation i was having with her and i was like can i ask you i probably had two unless beers. you're saying you look so That's how I was amazing going with it. i was like you know I, I know that we're probably not allowed to do this can i ask you how old you are and she told me and i forgot but it was like <laughs> wow you look great so uh, can I, how she old was are 22 you? how old are you <laughs> i'm 28 years okay. old right. and i'm proud of that I, I don't think that i think age of course as cliche as it is is really how you feel and i certainly don't feel old and i don't think anybody listening would say that being 28 years old is old. I mean, Jake, on the other hand, I think your age, 
Don't, that's when we start to worry, right? That's right. Yes, yes. <laughs> You're yes. like five years older than me. At about about to be triple three, so oh boy. it's going to happen. But anyway, societal pressures. Yeah, so societal pressures. I mean, you know, these days being in my late 20s, I'm noticing my friends are getting married. A lot of my friends, two of my best friends already have children. Another one has a baby on the way. So it's kind of crazy to sort of be in this position where I've been with, I have a boyfriend, so don't worry. <laughs> I'm not totally single. We've been together almost for five years. And, you know, I'm at that phase where everybody's asking, even when we went on the all daily retreat, all of your friends who are about your age, you know, early 30s and such, everybody's saying to me and my There's boyfriend. There's people there too. Yeah, there are a couple. Yeah, about 40. Everybody was, you know, saying to me, and then I found out later pulling even my boyfriend Colin aside and saying, so are you guys, do you think you guys are going to get married? Do you think oh, you're I gonna- love dropping that question. Are you guys going to have kids yet? Right. You have, have kids before you get married. It's, it's oh, yeah. Fine. My Go grandmother, I think, is at the point where she's okay if we end up doing that. But I think it's funny because, you know, we certainly don't feel pressured. And I think it's obviously something that everybody decides for themselves. Some people get married and at 18 years old have wonderful things and some people wait until they're 40. I don't think that really there's a certain set age, but I think that these days, especially because there's so much in social media, I am going to take this back to social media. I think that with so many people right now, like my Facebook is blowing up. Everybody's having babies. Everybody's having these big extravagant wedding weekends. I'm about to go to a big extravagant wedding weekend tomorrow. It's like a three-day thing. And so I think that in my opinion, I feel as though some people are maybe sort of jumping on that bandwagon or doing things a little bit earlier than they should because they see everybody else doing it. Like I go onto Facebook and I see, well, this girl and her boyfriend just got married and well, they were only dating for two years. Is it weird that I've been with my boyfriend for twice that long? And So you do throw yourself in a little bit of like self-doubt about so it? So I wonder sometimes, you know, like does it look a little bit odd or am I going to be getting too old? You know, I think that you can't help sort of feeling those societal pressures. I certainly feel them at times, not enough to let me make a jump that may be something I'm not ready for. But I do think that maybe in, in society in general, when we go on Facebook, I mean, we can take this back to anything, you know, you could be sitting in your office right now and you hate your job and you sign on to Instagram on your phone, killing a few minutes and you see your friend or your buddy that you went to college with and he's posting photos from a vacation that he's on. And right. so we think, oh, I want to be that person. They're so much luckier oh, you, than me. It's, you can see that, especially a lot on Facebook. You're like, oh my God, they have the perfect life. Exactly. And there was actually a story, I think it was like last week of some, like this famous runner or marathoner. The girl that and, killed herself. Yeah. yeah. And, and on Facebook, she looked like the perfect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. person and everything and then you know on it's the really other side sad. Of that. but you'll see that you know and I see that a lot with you know you call it your friends or you call it whatever's in your connection in your circle on your social medias of people like literally a lot of it's just self-bragging I, I have a big my big issue is the only thing I post on Facebook is pictures of my daughter and pictures of my wife and my daughter who never, are both very very beautiful so you. that's why he's bragging never, never <laughs> I've done one he's like yeah I got a hot wife and a cute daughter I've done one <laughs> selfie in my entire life and that selfie was with one of the guitarists of my favorite band that I saw on an airport I even asked I was like I don't know how to do selfie how should I do this and so <laughs> and that's how I old just, he is ladies yeah, and gentlemen I just don't I don't I don't do that type of thing so I always take it for face value so and I don't want to say that I'm cynical but it's just kind of like it's just kind of like it's you know it it's I take it for face value it's like this person just really wants to tell me how great their life how is. great their life is and where they're at and they're checking in I don't care right I'm all about seeing pictures of my kids friends mm-hmm. my kids friends my, my friends kids <laughs> maybe my kids friends if they're on there yet probably not at two but th- <laughs> I don't know kids are, I've seen kids at doctor's offices that know how to use their parents iPads and mobile phones when well, they're I mean, little Noah can definitely swipe it back and Noah forth. has texted me from your phone before just a bunch 
bunch of letters and numbers. You know, but in terms of like the side, I I don't feel, and maybe I'm just different. I just, I look at that as just kind of, I've always kind of gone against the grain, especially what society has said and everything. And just by, I've never, ever looked and said, oh, that person has that or that person's doing that, I'd like to do that. Now, don't get me wrong. If you see somebody like on a beautiful beach and they have like a Corona, it's like the picturesque picture. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh, it'd be nice to be there. But then that's it, right? And I don't feel like I actually have to pick up and go, you know, to the beach, fly to the beach to have a Corona and post it when I'm there. And it's funny, my my parents who actually listen to this, um, all of our podcasts. Yeah. um, Thank you you to our parents. My dad, (laughs) I love him, but he'll take the pictures where he's at the beach with his feet. And I'm like, so they went, I think they went to the Bahamas for something. I texted them before them. I was like, enjoy your time. Don't worry about posting to Facebook and nobody wants to see your feed anymore. Um, <laughs> but that's more of a lighthearted one. But I think that's, it, you could definitely feel the pressure, um, but it's just, you, you obviously can't give into it. And I just, I have always, always, always just gone against the grain. And so like, I just want to almost do like the opposite of what those people are doing. Um, but in, the other thing is, it's also be careful not to also this is another term, hate read things, right? Because ah. you don't want to, you don't want to hate read their stuff. Like, oh, what is so and so saying? What a jerk! Oh, we, you know, I can't stand her. She says this all the time, but let me see what she's saying. You know, it's, <laughs> I just, I, my my one good friend, um, Tim, actually told me this last week. I was asking him something about Facebook or social and stuff like that, and he was like, he was like, I only, he's like, I actually use the birthday section on Facebook to defriend people. I'm like, that's terrible. You I have done that birthdays. too. And he's like, no, he's like, if, if, if I, I don't want to wish him a happy birthday. Yes, yeah, I've done that. I've, I haven't done that. I guess I just don't look too much into it. Um, I might check Facebook like maybe once a day, maybe once every two days. Um, but you know, he uses it to defriend people. When it's their no, birthday. it's great. I mean, it's a terrible thing to say, but it is kind of true. You know, I mean, you see somebody and you're like, well, if I wouldn't wish them a happy birthday, even on Facebook, maybe yeah. they're not my friend. But so the same thing actually goes with, and I've been, we've been really careful about this, especially at the Alternative Daily, but even me personally, of just kind of putting out there. Now, Megan, you do a great job at Instagram of showing different Thank pictures you. of Thank things you. out there. Everybody follow us, please, at the Alternative Daily on Instagram. Um, but a lot of people will say, hey, check out my abs. Check out what I'm eating. Look what I'm eating. Look what Well, that's basically look. the Alternative Daily Instagram. <laughs> well, well, Megan, obviously, you know, she, she posts a very, very wonderful picture. I always, you know, I kick myself in the head for thinking, like, why am I not cooking that right now? Uh, what was the one you just posted that just i don't want to say went viral but it got it, more like breakfast than, sandwich i posted a really good breakfast it was sandwich. like cottage cheese it was and delicious first of all it was a sprouted grain english muffin that i toasted and half of it had avocado and cottage cheese and the other half had the other part of the avocado and a scrambled egg it um it was delicious i bet you it and tastes good oh, it probably so good. It, from the picture it did not look you good. know what's so funny is that photo i thought oh wow it's really not even that great of a photo and then i got all the alerts and i actually thought oh instagram must have messed up here something's wrong there's no way that photo got so many likes but thank you for her whoever out there did like it a hundred million times because i really appreciate that but it's also very hard especially for people to kind of look and you know and in your especially in the kind of this whole social media game of just being caught in like am i doing the right thing mm-hmm. uh am i not doing the right thing that type of thing and, and you know one thing we actually wanted to kind of continue to talk about too was you know just trying to do like one you know simple thing each yep. day but you, you just can't break down to the pressure you can't whether it's having kids well how many kids well, do you that's have what I was how many ask kids you. you have i don't even know but i was gonna ask you that's where i was waiting to like get into i could segue to Go you for it. so you have a daughter she's what almost three years old Noah's going to be three this year. So, I mean, I've been around you and other people and you've been telling me, I mean, aren't people sort of pressuring you guys are saying, when are you going to have another kid? Are you going to have another kid? Are you going to give Noah a sibling? Blah, 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 blah. hundred percent. Yes. Right. Yes. And people are asking or no, they're they're asking. (laughs) No, no, no. We're we're just, we're on the fence. We literally, it's so funny. We literally take it day by day just in terms of life. 
And um, we, we've talked about it. it just... You know, it's 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 not actively we're not actively pursuing it, <laughs> um, but it's more on that I later. Do feel, I do you do feel the pressures about you know it. Oh, we would like another grandkid. We would like this. We like that. But we're kind of cool where we're yeah, at right course. now. Um, That's because Noah is like the coolest I never, kid ever. I've never once looked at Facebook and like, oh my god, that person has five kids. I want one more. <laughs> that has never crossed my mind. Now, if anything, you see that and you're like, oh, thank God. Well, I the funny five thing kids. is, like, I I was actually reading an article. It was a couple weeks ago, and they said, you know, when to tell if you want another kid right now. And I was like, oh, perfect. Let me see what this person says and said in the in the middle of a tantrum in the middle of the night when they're screaming you can't calm them down this typical mm -hmm. twos and threes if they if you can't calm them down if they're you know if they're acting terrible if you think yourself gonna have another one and this is the person saying this he said and that's when the moment i know knew that i wanted another one because as bad as they were in that moment i was like i could do this for another one and i was reading this i was like this person is insane oh my I was gosh like, in the middle of a breakdown the last thing that goes through my mind is god i just really want i'd another love one. two of them give, right give now me two or three more of these <laughs> just screaming right now so it's um, you know, you just kind of gauge it with with your point. Like you're, st Megan, you're still young. You're still I know young. I am, right? I still have my youth. But you should still have as many kids right now as possible. You know, it's funny. Really quick, before we move on from that, I I'm very close in age with my sister. We're less than two years apart, and a lot of my friends who have siblings are fairly close in age with their siblings. Maybe you know, two years or so. And it's funny now that two of my best friends have kids. One of them, her son, is turning one actually tomorrow. And then my other girlfriend, her son just turned two. And it's so funny because I was asking them, oh, are you going to you know, have another kid? Are you going to have another kid? And they're both saying, oh, my God, our hands are so full. How did our parents do it oh my God. so quickly one after yeah. the other? You know, you know you hold, you're, you'll hear the explanation that uh, you just want to get them done real quick. Now, I have another good friend, um, Dishner, who actually is, is, is he'll listen to this. Um, and they got theirs done really quickly. Uh -huh. One and two. And I obviously just keep, you know, you know, as like, when's the third one coming? When's the third one coming? <laughs> so you're that societal pressure I, on I someone am, else. Just for more, just, just being <laughs> funny. I, um, I, you know, and so, you know, he, he said, you know, two, we just wanted to get them done as soon okay. as possible. And I told him he's crazy. Um, but they, they seem to do it well. And he came down and it was funny. It was like seeing, you know, your college roommate mm -hmm. who you've literally, you know, whether you've seen him naked or not, which I probably have. Um, I won't get into too much detail of this. And but you um, you see them as a father now. And it's kind of cool. It is. And, cool. It's, and it's funny. And this won't be like we're not going to this is not going to be a parenting podcast. I promise. For the rest Please, because I certainly don't know anything. <laughs> but, it, but it was so it was kind of so cool because we we both had sent each other texts within the span of a couple you know, weeks. It was, it was like saying like how proud we were of each Aww, other, nice. which is so unlike us, right? You know, because <laughs> there was, you know, somebody, we all, we both had like goatees and you'd wake up with like popcorn all over your mouth and stuff like that from <laughs> a long night. And now we're saying, oh, you're, we're proud of you. Look at you. But it was like kind of cool to see them you know, and how they're deal dealing, coping with two children. <laughs> um, but it was, um, it was cool. It was good. It was good. But you know, the, the, the one thing going back to taking it out of the parenting thing again was, uh, and I deal with this a lot when I go to, um, let's say cookouts and barbecues mm -hmm. or whatever, if there's food there, people come up to me and they're like, cause they know kind of like what I do. And they're like, Oh my God, you know, are you okay if this if there's barbecue here? And I'm like, I, you know, it's okay. Like, that's because oh. you make people nervous. <laughs> that's the last. <laughs> I've never made anybody nervous until I started doing this stuff. But I've never been one to to judge uh, about what other people eat. Now, my family might be rolling their eyes because I'm maybe a little bit harder on them. But it's um, if you're going somewhere, it's all about kind of. Even though I don't necessarily bend to societal pressure. If you're in a group of people and you guys are all hanging out, the whole point is to have a good time. So I'm not going to be like, oh, my God, why are you eating that hot dog? You know, yeah. Do you know what that's doing to you? And I've been around people who are like, oh, my God, are you putting that in your mouth? That's not organic. You know, but, and I'm like, so what? You know, it's yeah, just you like, got to live. 
and so and so there's definitely you, there's a kind of like the overarching societal pressure which i think is a bunch of bs but then there's that you know in brief little pockets of you know whether the cookouts or barbecues or you know birthday parties mm-hmm. for people you know it's it's you got even if you want to live truly like the you know a clean lifestyle and not eat that's fine and if people ask you know why aren't you eating and i've had that same thing like my dad was like I think it was a couple weeks ago he cooked something. And I was like, I just brought my own. And you, it, it's that first weird standoff where it's like, what? And I'm like, listen, your stuff tastes good. Maybe I'll dip it into your dips and stuff like that. <laughs> I was like, but this is just what I'm doing right now. And then you make a funny comment and just kind of go away. Mm-hmm. Because people can definitely get, they take it personally when you talk about yeah, this health stuff. Yeah, of course. Stuff. And, if you, and if, you, if they'll say, you know, oh, you know, why aren't you eating the steak? Why are you eating fish? Or, you know, you're eating this or you're eating that. And so, and they personally, and they internalize it. And I've, that's probably the biggest um, thing that I've experienced since opening this up is the people, it's a, it's a very personal thing, this whole eating thing for people because they've done it for so many years. And if they, if you're telling them the wrong, which I've never told them the wrong, except on a few things. Um, but if you tell them that like they're wrong, they just take it really personally. So you just got to be careful with that because the last thing I want is to piss people off like at a get together and stuff like that. So. No, I, I think that sometimes it can be very daunting and this is a great segue to go into sort of our next kind of topic about what we should be doing versus what we kind of want to do or make allowances for. It can be really hard to navigate the alternative health yeah, world it and be. it can be kind of daunting too, you know, even with getting my family and some of my friends I have a very healthy um, social circle and family around me. But, you know, certain people maybe with with certain things that they do or use, it can sort of be hard to navigate even when I started on this journey of being healthier and eating better and whatnot. How do you know what you should be doing versus what you can sort of let slide every now and then? Like I try and eat almost all organic. But, you know, I don't not allow myself to enjoy something. You know, we were talking on the last podcast about how I was in New York City visiting my sister. And, you know, we were joking about street meat, street meat, my favorite. And, you know, every now and then, like if I want to go have something, I just celebrated a birthday last night with one of my girlfriends, had a couple too many cocktails. You know, I mean, safely, of course. But, you know, you always have to, I think, have things in moderation because to me personally, like my life philosophy is I have to allow myself every now and then to indulge or have a cheat meal or however you want to see it, because that's what makes all of the hard work worth it. You know, that's what makes, right. in my opinion, the point of it. I'm working out, I'm eating right, I'm doing all of these things. So that way, if I want to have a cheeseburger or if I want to go to that barbecue and have a couple beers, right. then it's okay because I know that tomorrow is a new day and I'll just reset myself. So the, the perfect example I have of this is um, it's... Ralph, we know Ralph. Ralph, works. I love Ralph. Ralph. Ralph is great. Um, Ralph, hi Ralph, if you're hey, listening. Hey Ralph, uh, <laughs> Ralph lived in Manhattan for the longest time, and so he literally um, anybody that lives there, um, you're amazing. We don't know how you do it. But so Ralph would go out to eat all the time, right? Because it's what you do. You know, you go out to eat. You live in the city. You go out to eat. And then he kind of, you know, moved back to... Um, he I, lives in Queens now. Queens, mm-hmm. I guess. Still in... That's still pretty right. big so, city-ish. Um, so he really wanted to curb his diet and curb a bunch of things and so ralph comes from his typical like italian you know new york italian family mm-hmm. where everything's pasta breads and pizza right sounds amazing and, oh it's great um and so he really wanted to clean things up so we actually susan who's on our team she's our main content writer um we, we all started talking and she actually came up with like a plan for him and so ralph was doing it for like two or three weeks and so and i won't get into the everything that he was doing but you know he would do some green smoothies and you know actually a bunch of green smoothies throughout the day started drinking um apple cider vinegar yeah, he likes his lemon water. Yeah, lemon. That. Ralph loves his lemon water. Wasn't giving up his coffee, which we'll get into in a second. But you know that was fine. He. Um, it's funny after about two or three weeks, he kind of was like, "I don't feel anything different." And I was like, "What are you talking about?" He was like, it "Just." He was like, 
when am I going to feel, you know, you know, feel really good? And I was like, just wait. And so he, he continued off it. And then here's where you really realize it. He fell off the wagon where, you know, for like a week or two. Mm-hmm. This is what happens to all of us, right? Yeah, of course. So he fell off the wagon and he's like, oh my God, I feel like crap. Blah, blah. And I was like, how did you feel like two weeks ago? And he was like, really good. And I was like, you don't realize how good you feel until mm-hmm. you fall off the wagon. So my advice to people is like, start doing it healthily. And then if you fall off the wagon for a couple of days a week, remember how you felt. And, you know, and so the, the easiest thing, and this kind of goes into what's the easiest thing to kind of start living this healthy life. Now, again, we're going to, we're going to kind of bypass, you know, just stop eating McDonald's and stuff like that. Yeah. We're, we're going to kind of get past that. We but, assume you guys already understand uh, not but to some do people those don't, things. And, and it's fine, but I can tell you the last time I had a double cheeseburger, I felt absolutely terrible. And that was like six years ago. Yeah. I, I haven't never, had McDonald's in years. Although you did buy a shamrock shake, a but you made ago. me buy a shamrock shake. It was for a video on the alternative daily, which you guys can go check out. It's all about the dangers of the McDonald's <laughs> shamrock shake. And Jake made me go buy one. And I had to go to the drive through before I came here and I got to his house and I was so mad with him because I was like, that was so embarrassing that I had to go through a drive-thru and buy a shamrock shake at like 9.30 in the morning. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So the the quick and easy, so stop buying shamrock shakes, but some of the quick and easy things to do are, um, and it's it's something I just tell everybody, which is like, go to bed earlier, Mm -hmm. wake up earlier. That's the easiest thing to do. I'm not even telling you to stop eating what you're eating. Just go to bed earlier and wake up earlier and see how you feel, right? Um, and I also, I, I, I forget where I heard this, um, but it's also replace your last drink at night with a tea. So oh, let's cool. say, let's say you are a beer drinker. Let's say you like to have a beer or two at night. Instead of having two, you have your first beer and instead of having your second beer, have a glass of tea instead. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> and don't get me wrong. I enjoy my beers. Um, but it's just, it's just kind of just doing one mini school thing. Um, the next thing would just be, you know, what Ralph is doing, you know, warm lemon water in the morning. Yeah, um, I, that is great, by the way. It really, really is good. amazing it if really you do it. it. it you do it the first time. It helps get everything moving, too, uh-huh. with inside of you. Um, if you know in the alternative daily, we talk about poop a lot. And so that'll help make you more regular <laughs> if you're interested in that. Um, but it's just very simple. It's and lemons are maybe like what, 39 cents yeah. or whatever. You can cut it up into seven slices. And yeah, just, you don't need a lot of lemon at all. Yeah. Um, but, and so it's things like that. Um, you can also get some green smoothie shakes, um, like powdered greens, mm-hmm. right? Um, I actually personally use garden of life has a really good one. Um, you can get it on Amazon. Um, it's called perfect raw meal or whatever, but these are just like the small things that you can do. So you're not exactly like the, here's the, here's the thing not to do is throw everything out of your cabinet yeah. and then go to the grocery store and be like, okay. I got some broccoli, I got some asparagus, and I got some, you know, chicken thighs. What do I do? That's probably the worst thing to do because what's, you're, you're, you're going to throw your body into shock. Like, not your body, but your kind of, like, whole mental, you know, capacity into shock. And be like, this sucks. You know, you just got to gradually do it. And then fall off the wagon because then you will feel better once you get back on. I think the same thing can be said also even for starting an exercise plan. So for me, one of the things that I would always recommend to somebody if they wanted to just start being healthier is I was talking to my mom and stepdad about this. They started this last year. They both had a couple um, different things. My mom had some surgery. She now has new hips, thankfully. And so, you know, she has gotten into walking. And even just 15 to 20 minutes of walking, and you can split that up over the day. You could walk four times a day at five-minute increments. And if you just get a little bit moving, you will start to feel better. You'll start to notice you might even wear your clothes a little bit better. Things might start feeling better overall. And so it's really easy, going back to what you just said, it's really easy to just start slowly and then build on from there. Because, you know, I mean, you always see it. So I belong to a gym. I've always worked out at a gym. And it's always so funny. My boyfriend and I joke about this. Right around the holiday time, 
you know, like November, December, and then January is the worst. Yeah. The gym is the worst place to be. It is so packed. It is so crowded. You can't get on the machines and you're just like, who are all these people and what are they doing here? And now it's funny because even going to the gym yesterday, it's right before summer, you'd think, oh, everybody would be in the gym, but people really start to taper off because most people who don't hang on to those resolutions, you know, now we're in May, June, they start to lose that. So it's not really feasible to say, I'm going to join a gym and I'm going to work out six days a week for an hour and a half and I'm going to do this, 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 this. It does not work. It leads to burnout and then you feel bad about yourself. So let me ask you this. So I kind of know a lot about kind of like what to eat and stuff from an alternative health standpoint. And so falling off the wagon and getting back on is easy, right? So mm-hmm. I just, let me eat pizza, you know, at, I saw the last Sounds fun to fall off the wagon. Yeah, yeah. Let's eat pizza at the beach, whatever. Or you know what? Fine. We're traveling a lot. We're just eating like crap. We're gonna get back on. It's easy to get back on. What about when it comes for you know for exercise? So it's so easy to fall off the wagon for it, but it's so harder to get back. It really is. So what do you do? Like, because there's times when I wake up and I'm like, I I just don't want to do it because I have to do this, this, and this. Let me put it out and I'm done. What do you do? Because you're pretty regimented. You're yeah. pretty you you're, you're pretty strict on what you do. Do you get like oh, I don't really want to do of this? Of course, of course. I I it's funny because I am happy working out because of how I look after. But I'm never gonna be one of those people that's like throwing on my sneakers. Oh, I cannot wait to go to the gym. I just don't have it in me. My sister loves to work out. My boyfriend, my one of my best friends, she loves to go to the gym. And so for me, I love the way I look after. I love the way I feel after. I love sort of going back to what we were talking about, eating healthy. I love knowing that if I want to allow myself to indulge in that extra glass of wine or have a piece of pizza, I can do that without feeling guilty. But for me, when I was starting an exercise plan, you know, it's very daunting and it can be kind of scary to sort of find what you want to do and what you like. And there's so many different kinds of exercising out there. For example, I know that I really like boot camp style classes if I take those at the gym, but I don't really enjoy boxing classes right and I like Pilates classes on the machines but I don't like the Pilates on the floor or the ballet bar classes and that's just sort of you take a bunch of different things and you find what you like have you done any of the work from home stuff I mean the the workout from home I have done workouts from home before and sometimes if I don't go to the gym I'll try and do some things even honestly as in front of the television because if it gets me moving then that's a good thing like today I actually posted on our Instagram an ab workout that my girlfriend shared with me and since I'm not working out today at the gym I'm taking a rest day I'm going to do that at home wait so so it's today for you today is truly not a rest day you're actually going to still do I'm going to try and do a little something a rest day active from the gym rest yeah you, active yeah. rest you always ha- try and have active rest now so. what about when you have three kids and then all the societal pressures come on you have three kids and well, you, slow down. I thought I wasn't married yet <laughs> trying to cook like how can can you make that practical for a uh, person who has three kids? I think that it's about being able to build in that time to where if you've got kids and you're not able to really go to the gym for an hour and a half every day and you're not able to do that, think about what you can do with the kids. Are they old enough to where you can play with them outside? I mean, think about, there's so many things that you can be doing that burn calories. I mean, I live in a building, you know, where it's, I'm on the sixth floor of a nine story building. People that live in buildings like that, I have seen moms and women running the stairs. I mean, there's so many things you can do even if you do a couple bursts of cardio a day I read something where if you could do two minutes of cardio just think about that just two minutes of time of working out if you can do something that raises your heart rate and you can do that let's say four or five times in a day yeah 
that already spikes your metabolism for the rest of the day. Oh, yeah. So it's, it's sort of trying to find ways that it builds into your lifestyle and what you do. You're really into doing those exercise videos at home, and I have a friend that's doing the same program as you, and she loves it. No, it's awesome. And I, I have, like I said, I've, I've fallen off the wagon. We've had a lot of stuff come up with some different things, but I'm going to get back on it. Um, famous last words, right? But no, it's, it's really good. I was doing Beachbody's Sean T's Focus T25. <laughs> I was so cynical. I was like, look at these people just in front of a TV you know throwing punches and kicking <laughs> are we gonna see you in the before and after photos on those no, infomercials where <laughs> he's got like the eight i don't pack. do selfies i don't do selfies <laughs> uh but it was good because it's the cool thing is it's 25 minutes right so that was the big thing like when i would go for a run i'd go for like a four mile run it was like wow. 30 40 minutes and stuff like that wow you're really running fast yeah I was, i'm pretty good um but you know you it's because he's back. like seven feet tall so his legs are huge <laughs> <laughs> um, but I found that just kind of like the 25 minute workout, I was actually getting more results from doing those, Absolutely. doing the kind of like high intensity workouts as opposed to just running. Running was keeping some weight off, but not toning up. So I started doing those, you know, uh, the, the 25 minute DVDs and they're awesome and they're great. And, and that's why so, he's sitting here right now in just his underwear and just rubbing underwear. Oil, baby oil all over his muscles like a pig right now. But yeah, that's it. You know, um, but yeah, the, the, the Shanti, the, those were, those ones are really good. Now I don't do, he's coming out with a new one. It's like, it's called size. Like after like, are you going to get really, really big? No, this one is like the hip hop dancing. And so my, my, my college, I like, would text me. He was like, I would we, pay we you this to do like, this. Absolutely not. Please. Absolutely not. With a flat brimmed hat and, <laughs> you know, wristbands or whatever they're called. No, I will not do that. <laughs> Uh, I'm not a dancer. I'm just not a dancer. I have no rhythm either. Gina is. Gina, my really? wife. My wife. My wife can cut a rug. And so when we go to weddings. I'm just kind of like that really, kind of like salty dude in the corner. I like seeing people have a good time, but I will not go do the shout with everybody. So when I was um, learning how trying at the gym, trying to figure out what I wanted to work out, and this was you know going back five six years ago, I um I tried a Zumba class at the gym and I made the mistake of taking a Zumba class at the gym. I live in Miami beach. So my class was all these sexy Latinas uh, who have this incredible. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was awful. Who had this, how have this incredible, just innate rhythm to them. <laughs> and here I am in the back row. It was so bad, Jake. I, no joke, danced my way to the exit. <laughs> I grapevined the hell out of that class and never went back again. So oh I understand God. that. Oh yeah, no, no rhythm, no rhythm in these shoes. So one thing that actually has, has come up, come up, and this is perfect um, for we're talking about navigating alternative health. Um, I'm I've been a little sick, so for the past you know week, been a little sick, and everybody always asks me like, what do you do when you're sick? Whatever. My big thing, and I, I've, we've talked a lot about this, was you also have to let your body heal, right? Mm -hmm. So you can't necessarily zap it with all these, you know, we don't talk a lot about over-the-counter drugs and stuff like that, uh, but you don't want to kind of like zap it by just doing everything you can. But I do some extra things while I get sick. Um, and so some of those are, and this is kind of just goes along with the navigating the health thing has been, you know, I definitely, uh, and this is a good reset. It's like, cause you know, falling off the wagon. I love like if you, it's, being sick is, is a huge mental thing too. And so you, one thing you'll notice when you're, when you're sick is your, your brain starts running and looping and just starts, you just can't kind of slow down. So the first thing I always do is definitely, I just kind of stop and I, I, I'm a obviously big advocate of meditation, but it's definitely do it, you know, 
more intensely and probably more when I'm sick just to really kind of slow down your brain because if you've ever been noticed like if you've ever noticed when you're sick and you're kind of like laying in bed and, you, and resting is good like your brain is just mm-hmm. and that's not good you need to slow it down so that's definitely you know meditating in, in the middle of the day like once or twice just trying to slow it down has, has definitely helped me um and is that where you're just deep breathing sort of trying to get in a quiet I, no room? it's it's actually called the keely meditation k-e-l-e-e meditation practice you can go to the keely dot org um and it's it's not so much breathing as it is just more of just kind of there is it's a whole method of of slowing down your brain and we're gonna cover that on a podcast coming up soon so i don't want to i'm gonna need to listen to that podcast too because i don't even think i know how to do um so i do that um i do that through throughout the day and then um in terms of eating because obviously you want to eat right is you know it no greasy foods, right? You you don't, you want to get away from that. And I try to eat like a really kind of clean protein. So I have like organic grass-fed um, yogurt, really high-fat yogurt, um, uh, but grass-fed yogurt. I'll do a smoothie in the morning. Um, and they've also been taking some black cumin seed oil. Um, it's got some good antiviral properties. I think that I think do I you actually, add that to a smoothie. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's pretty potent, um, but it's really good. It's um, that that's a product by Activation Products, one of our friends, and it's um. And this, this whole podcast is not a huge promotional, by the way. I'm just telling you what I use. Um, and then, of course, just kind of like your greens. I usually use the Garden of Life greens or I'll also just, you know, do some kale, spinach or whatever. And just really just treat your body the way it should be treated for those, you know, especially for those few days. And even though I'm sick, I was telling Gina, I fu- like this morning when I woke up, still not feeling 100% there. I felt the best I've had in weeks just because like last night for dinner, we didn't do anything crazy. We just did kind of like a salad with a piece of salmon on top and just like really just clean eating, especially when you're sick, helps your body kind of heal faster. Your body's got to go through it. There's not going to be any type of thing that you take where it's, you know, switch on, switch off. Uh, But you got to let let your body heal faster. And so and, and that's a big topic because nobody likes to be sick, right? Nobody wants to get sick. Mm-mm. But when Noah comes home and she's got this runny nose and this cough and her eyes are swelling up, the first thing you think is, like, oh, God, my daughter's sick. And the next thing goes to your mind is, I'm about to get this. And so it's preparing your body before that. And so we kind of have a little like a little signal with our, with our daughter of when we're probably going to get sick. So you kind of start preparing your body. But then just, just clean eating while you're sick you know, it helps your body heal faster. Um, so that's, that's one thing that I like to do. Um, another thing that I like to do when I'm navigating the alternative health, especially when you're sick, because it's so easy to fall off the wagon. Just be like, I just want to go out to eat cause I don't want to cook. Of course. But it's, if you can just do those smoothies and do those, um, uh, uh, you know, just really kind of clean meals. And you have a bunch of recipes on the website, thealternativedaily.com. Yes. My favorite, it's it's the most, the, the simplest one is just a handful of kale, a handful of spinach. Uh, if you have a lemon, peel the lemon, drop it in there. You know, half a thumb's length of ginger, um, and I like to put in two bananas. And the bananas, we actually have banana plants in our yard, so cool. actually they just ripen. And I had literally, I'm not kidding, there was like 150 bananas. Really? Yeah. And That's so, so cool. It is cool, um, but you can only give away so many bananas until people are like, I don't need any more. Like, <laughs> like you know, people come by and I'm like, what's bananas? I'll take like three. And I'm like, can you take like 15? They're like, no. <laughs> so Dr. Josh gave me this good idea. Dr. Joshua Levitt, naturopathic mm-hmm. doctor um, with us. He um, He's like, you know, peel the bananas and freeze them. Yeah, He's that's like, what we do at home. So I peel the bananas, and so now I have like these three massive bags full of bananas in there. So, so I actually have some homegrown organic that's bananas. Cool. Um, Look how green you are! I'm so green, and so so bananas, apple is the other one I use. Kale, spinach, and ginger. And then I'll just use some just purified filtered water and blend it up. And then I can throw in like your black cumin seed oil or whatever you want in there. And so that's what I'll do. You know what's funny? I always find I don't. Maybe this is just me, and I make a lot of smoothies. I drink a lot of smoothies. I love salad and all that. I try to. I mean, 
I love salad, I guess, in the sense that I know I'm eating right and eating clean. But I always find that when I am out at a restaurant, even I, if I order the healthiest salad on the menu or if I don't have time to go home after the gym and I'm running out for the day, I'll buy a, a shake at the gym. It always tastes better to me when I pay more for it or when I pay somebody to do right. it. You know, I, where I work out at the gym, I, the smoothie that they'll make me, which is really good. It's all organic. I use almond milk in it and they use organic fruit and whatnot. I always find that I'll make it and I'm like, wow, this smoothie is so good. And then I'll get all the ingredients myself. I'll go home and make it a few days later. I'm like, well, this isn't fun. Well, I don't like, like this. Also think that they, I mean, they have practice doing it. So they do it like yeah, every true. single day. And here you are thinking you can just, you know, do the do exact one. same thing. Yeah. It doesn't get that way. But I've, I've found that, you know, especially with that green drink, it's kind of similar to what's called the Kalicious at Whole Foods or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's just, it, it, it works. And you know what? As, as I also like to tell people, like when I when I give people, like my sister who lives in Virginia, she wanted to start doing some green smoothies and stuff like that. And I gave it to her and she's like, oh my God. And I was like, listen, it's not going to taste like a chocolate shake. No. It's not going to taste <laughs> like, you know, a piece of pizza. You know what? People don't get into this because, it, you know, the food tastes absolutely awesome. You'll get that understanding of it later, but it's not going to taste like an ice cream cake. It's just not what it is. You have to kind of, you know, adapt to it. If you have any recipes, people out there listening, for a smoothie that's healthy that <laughs> tastes like pizza, please, please, please write us and let us know how we get that. So another thing that I also do we, um, um, in terms of snacks is the other last week... Um, I just discovered this. You told me about I this. I told you about this. And this is crazy. I was, I've been talking to people and they're like, yeah, you didn't know about this. And especially given that, you know, we have this website. But I made homemade popcorn. It's fun, isn't it? In like a pot for the first time ever. I think it's really fun to do it, actually. And um, it was it was awesome. Like, I was like so excited. So Noah's like, I put her on a little stool so she could watch. And mm-hmm. so, and I'll give the recipe right now, which is was right there on the back. So I actually got a bag of, um, it's non-GMO organic corn. And, and, and it doesn't come in the microwave bags. We it does not. It, just come, it almost comes, comes in like a, like a rice, yeah. rice pouch uh-huh. or whatever. And it does smell earthy. I was like, this smells earthy. Let me mm-hmm. see what this is going to be all about. And so what you do is you take um, two tablespoons of coconut oil. Uh, you know, don't use vegetable oil. Um, if you, use, you can use avocado oil. Something that has a high smoke rate, a smoke point. So co- we used coconut oil. And as we learned last week, Gina doesn't like anything tropical or Tropically. fun. <laughs> so she doesn't like she fun. was concerned about coconut, but... Um, it, it won't actually have that coconut taste to it. And so what you do is take two tablespoons of coconut, get like a big saucepan. Something with a lid. Something with a lid. And drop in four kernels and turn it on medium high. And as soon as all four pop, drop, take it off, drop in all of the, uh, drop in about two thirds of a cup um, of kernels. And it does make a lot of popcorn. It does. Because I dropped it in. I was like, oh, maybe I should, you know, go a little harder And then it was this. like so much popcorn. Yeah, right? I'm, super, I'm glad I did not. Because I, <laughs> I will tweak every single recipe. I didn't tweak that one because I wanted to be sure. And so dropped it in there, shook it up. And then literally within four minutes, it started popping everywhere. And it's it was fun. It was so good. Noah loved it. We ate it. And the funny thing was, is and it was like, and we're not, you're not getting all that, you know, terrible stuff that you're getting in, in microwave popcorn, mm-hmm. right? And so I don't know, I was trying to explain to somebody, like when you eat microwave popcorn, you kind of get that, like, there's this like, I get it. It's like this little kind of like taste at the t- roof of my mouth. It's kind of like it's a waxy It's like a flavor. coating. Yeah, it's yeah. a coating. It's disgusting. It's the microwave popcorn. Microwave, yeah, microwave popcorn's terrible. Yeah, it really is, guys. Microwave popcorn, what you're trading for convenience by being able to just throw a bag in a microwave, you're really, really, really ingesting so many chemicals. Because if you think about it, you know, the chemical coating inside the microwave bags, I mean, it's, right. we're not just saying this, it is actually Teflon. It is a chemical coating. So imagine that chemical then getting heated up super, super high in a microwave. So then you're ingesting that. It just makes it even more potent. Of course, we know even if you get the healthiest of microwave popcorn, it's going to have 
fake butter or something on it, pesticides, because remember, crops like this, non-conventional popcorn, crops like that are not regulated. So they're always covered in pesticides and fungicides and whatnot. So really, it's not that much more work to get something that you will notice. Did you notice that the taste of pop, the popcorn itself, the texture is different too? It's, also, it's smaller, right? Because mm-hmm. it's not these massively you know, <laughs> grown popcorn kernels. But the t- I, I actually just preferred it. I will never eat popcorn the other way again. It's really good. What did you, did you season it with anything? Uh, I just put a little bit of the sea salt that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, that was actually cinnamon it. Cinnamon is good on it too. So, we We've done cinnamon. cinnamon. I've done, um, when I cook it in coconut oil, sometimes if I want to make it sweet, you know, like our, a homemade version yeah. of kettle corn, yeah. you know, I'll add maybe a little bit more coconut oil after the fact with a little bit of um, cinnamon. I mean, I wanted to do butter, but I just... We, you could use like grass-fed butter. Oh, you no, we have a little bit. Um, but the big thing was is Gina wanted to watch a movie that night and okay. it was... Um, she, she wanted to try out Fifty Shades of Grey. So I wanted to rent this on demand with my boyfriend the other day, and he would not. I can't believe you conceded to it. You're such <laughs> no, a good well, man. Well, no, 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 He no. wouldn't. D- don't, don't picture, <laughs> this is the kind of goes back to this social media thing. Don't picture like this perfect family sitting there watching, because my daughter was asleep. And so Gina was like on the couch. She's like, and I was like, what are you doing? And because I was actually on the computer and she was say, you know, I just want to rent a movie, whatever. And I was like, what are you going to rent? She's like, Fifty Shades of Grey. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> so I was like, ah. Uh, I was on the computer. I was like, maybe I'll just kind of pop up and watch it. So it starts or whatever. Like for 30 seconds. I don't know which part it was because I didn't see the absolute beginning. It was like the worst. I, I don't watch movies. The it acting like the is worst terrible, acting. right? It was like they <laughs> talk like this. And it was just very just kind of like, oh, you're doing that? I'm going to. It was like but, very. Oh, I'm so innocent. Oh, my God. It was terrible. And I even remember. This is going to sound terrible. But I remember telling Gina. I was like, 50 Shades of Grey. You hear about this thing. It's like all about this sex and all about this like awesome and girls loved it, blah, blah. And I was like, and they picked these two people who just kind of look like two duds. normal <laughs> duds. <laughs> like two, two normal people you'd see on the. I was like, Gina, Lucy and Brody, who are my wonderful dogs. I like, I think they're more attractive than these people. It's just kind of like they bring nothing. They're like a white piece of paper to this. I was like, I'm expecting a little more from all of this, you know, stuff. Hoopla. Uh, but it was um. So anyways, I watched it for thirty seconds and I completely shut it off. And I don't watch any movies, but I knew that she was gonna be watching a movie, so I downloaded on my computer "Horrible Bosses 2. Is it funny? And laughed the entire time. It's another stupid movie, it's but stupid, it's probably but it, really, but really it was funny. funny. Um, so that was how we got into you know the popcorn, which was it was very, very good. I really, really enjoyed it. So you remember the popcorn, but not the movie. Oh, the popcorn was awesome. <laughs> Nothing about the movie. I would have. We watched Lion King a lot with a three-year-old. Um, I would have rather watched Lion King. I love what's in your rental queue: Lion King and Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> That's parenting. Oh my goodness! <laughs> um, and then the last thing that I actually wanted to talk about, when kind of navigating this whole alternative health thing, um, was coffee. Coffee often gets a bad rap for not for not being good. Not your coffee. I'm flying high right now. There I'm feeling you go. good. Um, I, I I I'm really big on my coffee. So coffee is obviously very high on, in antioxidants. It's one of the actually the best kind of like um, antioxidant rich you know drinks that you can put into your body. Um, it actually has more antioxidants, um, especially resveratrol, than red wine. I've actually learned recently. Um, it's actually a very very good cup of coffee that you can put in your body. Um, obviously, it helps with uh, some different things, um, but definitely boosts your metabolism. Obviously, as you know, because you're kind of getting a little wired. Now there are some crashes that come along with it, um, but you just got to be careful with it. So, and coffee is one of those things you actually it's it's a balance, right? So don't you know you shouldn't be drinking eight cups of coffee, right? Oh my God, no. Uh, but you know it's kind of because we get this kind of we, we always talk about this balance thing. So. How I make my coffee, and I actually wrote an article about this. Um, I used to use the Keurig, right? I used to use the Keurig, um, and we got rid of that. 
I used to use it too until I read that article and then I felt like a real jerk. So I got rid of it and went back you to know, my traditional one. You know, it's fine. I get the convenience of it. Um, but we... Um, yeah, but they are really bad for the environment. The K-cups are really bad. They they're are. not recyclable. They're not. Which is insane to me. I cannot wrap my brain around the fact that they're not recyclable. So, so what I actually got was I got an espresso machine. And so what I actually make now are what's called Americanos. And it's just basically a single serve shot of espresso and hot water in there. And so what I'll do is I'll make it <clears throat> and then going back to your recycling thing, I'll upcycle them. And so Megan mm-hmm. was really curious. So right before the right before the podcast, I walked outside. She was like, what are you doing? I was like, I, we'll talk about it in the podcast. I'm going to tell you what it was. He's so secretive. Every time I come up here, I'm like, hi, how are you doing? And he's like, well, we'll talk about it on the podcast. That's right. Because I, I don't want to. He doesn't want to speak to me until we start so the podcast. So I went out to the banana plants and actually took the coffee oh. grounds and, spr- and sprinkled them out there. And they actually operate as a very good natural uh, fertilizer. Cool. So my, I will tell you, my dad does my dad has the Keurig still, uh, but in his defense, he cuts open the top foil of every single one, scoops out the grounds, and puts it in a little jar, and will sprinkle it around his garden. Nice, like that. that's so he great. Does, yeah. um, He's a good man. But but the coffee is really good. So I do I do a single shot espresso, hot water, and then I will actually um, sweeten it with either honey or coconut crystals, and that's. Um, you don't like any type of sweetness. Yeah, You're I don't not a really sweet like it at all. No, so. I'm not. I'm really, really, really sour. Um, I, I actually like my my coffee, honestly, black, which is funny. You, you remember being young and trying coffee for the first time and thinking it was so disgusting, and now it's something that you wake up and look forward to. Well, the thing so was, like, it's like wine when you're a kid too. I remember, beer. I remember getting my first job, and I remember everybody would be like, "Oh my god, I get my coffee in the morning." I'm like, "You guys are just so dumb." I was like, "Why do you have to start your day with a coffee?" As I'm sitting there drinking a Red Bull, and I'm like, "What do you guys have to do this for?" <laughs> and I was like, "It's so weird." And like now. I just enjoy like the whole experience mm-hmm. of it. I enjoy the flavor of it. My wife again can't stand it, but it's 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 something I so so I do a, so I have like you know maybe two cups maybe in the morning and then maybe a cup in the afternoon. So but um, you have a whole process with doing it. Making espresso is not necessarily just a quick thing. No, it's um. So you, and you've been learning and you've been getting really good at it. It's you've a come good, a long way good, from you, that do first you have any, time. Do you have any no, left? I drank it all. I love it. Um, you know, it's there's a whole kind of like tamping and grind size and you know pressure size and everything but i um it's it, it makes the perfect cup of coffee i um i completely enjoy it and when friends come over to visit obviously you know if if it's you know i had i, would, I don't want to you know we'll go back to him again but um my friend dishner who came into town um obviously going through college you drink tons of beers together right and so we we're sitting there like one afternoon i was like do you want to have a cup of coffee? <laughs> he's like, what? And he's like, absolutely. I'm like, yeah. I was like, we don't have to drink a beer right now. We can literally just have a perfect cup of coffee. But we can still chug it if you want. <laughs> and so I made him. He was like, oh my God. And it's, it's so, really good. It's so funny. And then like afterwards, like, like we, we got done it like 15, 20 minutes later. And I was like, how was he? He was like, he was like good. He was like, can I have another one? I was like, yeah. He was like, but will my heart beat out of my chest? I was like, no, 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 no. You're, you're completely fine. You know, I, I don't amp these things up. I was like, you know, just keep, I'm keep it balanced. But, you know, coffee definitely has its benefits. You know, it improves your liver health. Um, it can also help regulate blood sugar, um, you know, high in antioxidants. So it's, it's definitely something that you shouldn't steer clear of. So I'm not saying if you're not drinking it, you should be drinking it. But if you're currently drinking it, just be careful what you're putting into it. You don't want to be putting yeah. tons of regular sugar. No, and, non-dairy and creamers are so bad it's too. Terrible. And you know, the thing I was thinking about, I, I, I think about this actually a lot, is when I put the honey in there or the coconut sugar, all very low glycemic. And for the longest time, especially honey was always kind of, you know, the bad sugar. Mm-hmm. You don't want to put it in there, especially for diabetics. But now like when I make it, I literally, I'm, I'm not even being cheesy here. I think about like my grandmother when I put it in there. That might sound weird, but... 
because I remember when she um, when she was alive, we were always like, you know, what could grandma eat? Because you know, she could you know, could she eat these brownies? What she could you eat? But they always pushed her to like to Splenda and sucralose and all that type of stuff. Oh. That's what the doctors did, and that was like you know back then. That's what they did. And now I, I always think I was like, oh, grandma could have like she could have liked the coconut secret crystals, mm-hmm. or she could have liked the uh, you know the honey and enjoyed it and stuff like that. So. Um, that's nice. And so that's just kind of, it's just, as I said, when I do my cup of coffee, it's a whole experience of, of the thing. So rather than just popping in a cake up and, and, and going. So, so that's, that's my take on coffee. That's a good take on coffee. And the coffee is very good. I'm sorry Thank that you. you guys out there aren't able to enjoy what I'm enjoying Thank right you. now. But the coffee does have a lot of benefits. So like everything with the coffee, with the popcorn we're talking about, you know, there's that balance of what you know you should be doing versus what you want to be doing. And that was our idea for this podcast today was to let you guys know, you know, there are certain things out there that, yeah, we all need to focus on and we all need to make sure we're doing more of trying to eat cleaner, trying to stay away from chemicals and preservatives in our food, maybe doing a little bit of walking and exercising, but you don't have to go out and throw away everything in your refrigerator and start over and join a gym tomorrow and say, you're going to start just do one thing, just do one thing at a time. And you'll notice that it will become a habit and it'll become so second nature to you that you'll want to build on from that. And you'll want to be encouraged to do more. So maybe one of the things that you like when we were going back to in the beginning, the societal pressures with Facebook, I've really made a concerted effort to not be on my phone anymore before I go to sleep. Oh, that's terrible, I used to yeah. always be on my phone and like it would help me fall asleep. I'd scroll through Instagram. It's terrible for your brain. And yeah, it's really bad. So that was something that as silly as it sounds, even, you know, I'm trying to be healthy and whatnot, I was doing and it was really affecting the way I fell asleep, how I slept, how I woke up. You know, most people use their phones as an alarm as I do. So I was waking up in the morning, turning my alarm off and immediately checking checking my email and it's like if you're not even out of the covers yet you're really you don't need to start your day like that so for me even and Jake you know we're still finding ways that we can sort of build on it and add on things that we know we should be doing and we want to do more of so that was the uh, theme for our podcast and and the other thing we go back to the coffee and just kind of as we're doing this wrap up um, (laughs) I I love coffee just keep going back to it Um, if you can go organic and especially bird friendly um, bird friendly yeah because you know know I'm a frequent visitor to the Palm Beach Zoo I know you are um, and you know they they as I'm a big coffee kind of a guy now type of thing, they were actually talking about, you know, during the one bird show that we go to every day at 11 o'clock. <laughs> um, we don't go to the zoo every day, but it happens at every day at 11 o'clock. Um, it's talking about getting bird-friendly coffee. It's, you know, it's shade-grown, and actually they do their best not to chop down as many trees and stuff like that, so oh. it's not killing all the birds and everything that's down there. Because obviously regular coffee plantation farms are just plowing things through. Yeah. When they do bird-friendly ones, they're really cognizant of, of trying to not leave their footprint for the... Um, for the birds, so, um, so I didn't even know that. You learn something new every uh, yeah, day. So the, actually, you know what, we, what we're actually having? It's actually called. It's from. It's from Whole Foods. It's the Allegro ba- brand. It's called Early Bird Coffee, and it's organic, bird-friendly coffee. Cool. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, now you, you know. Go. Try and find some bird-friendly coffee. So again, you can find this podcast on thealternativedaily.com. We are on iTunes. If you search the Alternative Daily, you can also go to SoundCloud.com, and you can even download the SoundCloud app to your smartphone and search the Alternative Daily there. We'd love if you guys give these a listen, and please, please, if you feel so inclined, give us a review. We want to know what you guys think. We always want to get better at these, so we're always open to your comments, your critiques, anything that you guys yes, have to say. We want to hear that. Please comment below as well if there's anything that you want to hear or you have questions and we'll cover it next time all right well thanks guys for listening and thank you jake thank you megan bye everyone bye